Well, it is a lovely morning. You got to give it that, Diane. It is. The colors are doing their thing. You know. They are. We got the we got the blinds closed on the front because the sun is hitting those directly. In case you didn't notice that. And uh, then the, the light is coming in off that kind of as, as a glow itself. And the light through the other windows, reflected light off the building next door through the kitchen window, gives all the oranges and yellows their definition. That's nice over there. Yeah, that whole area. There's my favorite spot because you get the gradations. And then the white ceiling is all kind of, yeah. That's right. It's the perfect combination, Diane. How did you do it? Tell us. No, it's a. <laughs> it's been a colorful week here in Lake Abundance, as they tend to be, uh, both both the darker, more somber colors and the lighter, brighter, more fluffy colors. And without uh, fluffy, you can't have the, you know, doom. And without the doomy colors, you can't have the fluffy. That's true. Otherwise, there would just be kind of a monotone of color, which would not be good. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Oh, by the way, over to you, Diane. Well, wait a minute. Well, I know. I mean, I'm over to you right after I say, It's (laughs) 9.24 a.m. Saturday, June the 3rd, 2023. I'm Bill. I'm Diane. It's the Bill and Diane. Shoo. Over to you. Man, why is it over to me already? I'm sorry. It's, well, only because you know, there was 20 minutes before I remembered I hadn't started the show yet. <laughs> you know. Yeah, we, we got up a little late this morning for us. Um, mainly because we I, stayed up late last night. Yeah, and I've officially declared... Saturday, my no alarm day. I've officially declared it. I'm sorry. If it means the show is on a little later, hey. Well, then I should turn off my alarm, too. Well, you don't have to. My alarm went off, and then I just decided to ignore it. Yeah, that's that's okay. Your alarm's more gentle and soothing. Mine is a little more... Raucous. Well, it's just... It's a guitar Yeah, My my alarm has this... it, It starts off very... Softly, it's just going do 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 do, and then it has. Uh, it's a very nice alarm. Yeah, it's not. It sounds like the 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 sun rising and gently. I don't hear warming. it. I never hear it. You never um, hear it unless my alarm is going too. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I wake up and yours is also going up. Well, anyway, alarms aside. Right. We got um, up a little bit late because mm-hmm. we were up late last night. Yeah, we went to see Jim Page and Grant Dermody yeah, in concert. And I didn't even know that they were going to be playing. Well, I you know, did... Jim is not always doing his utmost for, you know. But well, he's been, he's I been, think... He's, he's got his head focused on the Chautauqua, which is coming yeah. up. And he's been talking a lot about that. And he's been doing... They've, been, they've got this cool project where they've been uh, getting people's used, old, discarded, semi-discarded guitars to give to these students. Small-bodied guitars, right? Well, they're asking for small-bodied guitars, but it looks like they're taking whatever you got. And uh, I just think that's cool. I think that's really cool. But I believe that the reason why they didn't Mm. 
advertise it very much was because they weren't sure whether the cooth would be open. Maybe so, and maybe they didn't weren't sure that Grant would be able to get up here in time. Yeah, because he just rolled right in. Yeah, and... he rolled into town from Louisiana uh, yesterday and played last night, and he's playing again tonight at the Ballard Eagles. Or no, it's the Salmon Bay Eagles. Salmon Bay. Salmon B- Bay, yeah. Yeah. Is it the Eagles? It was the Eagles, okay. I think. That was a lovely concert. I really, I love those concerts where people are just sitting down and and it's almost like they're just in the living room playing. Yeah, but Jim Jim is songs. Jim is going for a real pin drop kind of situation. He's playing softly. He's singing softly. And granted, I'm amazed at how softly Grant can play that harmonica and really do some cool stuff. He he's just is a master of that. And uh, that's cool that he's really taken to that instrument. He's down in Louisiana playing with the blues bands down there. Gee. Well, I was most happy. I learned about the concert from Mike Buckman, so... Um, Thank you, Mike. That was really nice. Yes. We are thanking Mike for many things. We are thanking Mike. Are you going to say anything? I guess I could say something, since it's kind of happening now yeah it's it's march 9th 2024 no 10th 10th march 10th 2024 mark your calendars i know it's a ways off but uh mike buckman approached me about organizing a benefit concert like for whoever i wanted it for and have a bunch of players come and play my songs and uh mike said he would do all the organization and he has with a couple he assists from the hand over here, and uh, it's going to happen. Oh, I didn't really do much. I just helped him. Yeah, but I mean, you, you know, you and, you and I were able to talk about all the th- decisions that, that, that kind of nutsy-boltsy stuff. Yeah. Mike has taken care of contacting all the players and uh, also contacting the MS Society of Washington, so it's going to be a benefit for them. It's going to be at the Finney Ridge Neighborhood Center, the Seattle Folklore Society concert venue, and uh, it's going to be at three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, on I think a Sunday. I like that actually. Me too. Me too. When when Mike first, uh, all I did was serve as a backdrop for ideas for yeah, venues. Yeah, you, you did that way better than I was doing. I, I, you know, I didn't know how yeah. to even. I just said, as long as all I got to do is show up, I'm, I'm game. <laughs> But if people want to talk to me about my songs or whatever, if they're trying to learn something or something, I don't know. I, everything of mine's up on Bandcamp, so they can have, take their pick. It'll be very interesting to see what everybody chooses. I already know what Cat was thinking about. Oh, don't tell me. I won't. I won't, but I, I know. Okay. <laughs> Is it? Uh, you're telling me not to tell you. Now you're saying it's it. Well, I, I'm assuming that I'm going to find out at some point. <laughs> I don't think, I don't want to make it part of the deal that I have to be kept in the dark until showtime. <laughs> that seems a little, like a lot to ask. This is not a roast. This is not a, you know. I got myself a cup of coffee here and I'm going to take me a sip. Honorary Oscar, this is a benefit concert for the Washington MS Society. So. Ah, ham and eggs. I just think it's a very cool thing. Well, you didn't say that the reason why Mike decided to do this was because he had asked you to be a part of the song circle 
and you told him that you couldn't even get through one song get through one song anymore and and then you said in the email that you were responding oh, yeah so please learn all my songs yeah please <laughs> learn all my songs and play them and so mike suddenly thought wait a minute we don't want these songs to be dormant and not get played so that's why and then he said you know i i feel like it doesn't have to be the way that bill did it or you know just however you can arrange it for you that will make sense and he said that he's been playing how deep is your well ever since you had that conversation so mike is a tremendous guy mike is somebody i've known for 35 years or something met him first and he was working as an activist and and i got a summer job making phone calls and trying to get national health care passed during the Clinton administration. And uh, I first met Mike back there, and he started showing up at open mics. And it's just, he's, it's been wonderful watching Mike's uh, abilities develop over the t- time. I first met Mike when he was doing the Songs for Shelter uh, concert, and... I met him at an interview with Jim Page and Reggie Garrett, who were both performing in that uh, Songs for Shelter concert. And I just thought it was such a cool thing. And at that time, I I started donating to the... At that time, it was the Fremont Association, I think. Fremont Public Association. And the reason why I did is because I thought... Well, this is something that's local, and I've met the person who's fundraising for it, and I see I'm seeing what they're doing, and that became my, one of my uh, yeah. biggest charities that I ever donated to, and the other one was uh, now it is called Solid Ground. Right. So, but I just really appreciated being able to act so locally to the Seattle area um, for homelessness and and food issues and all of that so so mike has been high on my uh admired heroes for a long time yep good man good man does good work and this week was a little bit quieter wasn't it Uh, (laughs) i guess so yeah i Mm. mean uh it wasn't quieter at work man it's been yeah quite busy at a cup, a fairly easy day and a kind of a uh, slam-a-jam-a day. Oh, actually, I think both my days were were busier. Busier than they looked on the schedule. Yeah. 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 But. Um, and I got slammed on a day when there was only one patient. And there were two patients: one patient and me. <laughs> I was the second patient. I well, just, but a lot of times it's there's a lot more to do. Yeah, and, uh, and complications come up and, you know, stuff like that, things you weren't anticipating. And it's all fun and it all ends up being okay. But I got all head up on Thursday because yeah. uh, my back was hurting me and and uh, yeah, it was not, I wasn't at my best because of physical issues, so which I hope does not become worse of a deal. I hope that it doesn't too. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, it was a quiet week. The poetry break was, was good. 
Um, Nils Peterson is is spreading the word now, and that was that's kind of nice. There's been a couple of nice replies to Nils having shared the poetry break that I read some of his stuff on, due to the fact that Diane sent him the link. Oh. Is that see everybody loves Diane. See, <laughs> if Diane makes a suggestion or, or just gently nudges something, it usually moves, you know. Or if I nudge something, I fall down. Pardon me, I'm gonna have another drink of coffee because of the, the solidity of what I'm trying to nudge. <laughs> you boy, <laughs> that's yeah. not that's good coffee. I've seen it again and again and again, people. <laughs> Diane, you know, if I had had Diane in my life from the time I was 18. I wouldn't even be talking to you. I'd be too famous to even, <laughs> to even do something like this. You know, this would be... Yeah. Well, the reason why I sent it to him is that you concentrated quite a bit of the poetry break on his writing. Oh, his writing, and, yeah. Both and his prose and his poetry. One of his... Uh, so he had... But he had other in poems. In that particular thing, there, thing, there was... A W.S. Merwin poem a and a couple Lee of William Hunt Stafford poems. And, and Lee, Lee Hunt, yeah, yeah, so he... He always introduces the poems so well, and and for me, I actually love and he per- hearing, personalizes them. Yeah, yeah. I, I love hearing other people's thoughts about the poem oh, yeah. because I was telling you there are some poems that you read, and I have no clue as to what they're about, and and I just feel a little lost at times um, with certain poems. But if somebody told you. The reason why this is so important to me is because whatever, you know. Yeah. But um, I wanted Nils to know that we, that he's often featured right. on the show because we love his poetry. I mean, right. it isn't just because he's local. And uh, and so Nils forwarded the comment that, that, uh, he forwarded to you, and I know you would never read it, but I'm going to because I just loved it. This is somebody who's on Nils' email list. Email list. Yeah. Jesus, who is this guy? He's talking about Bill. I confess to sometimes thinking I am too busy. I have to get to work. I don't have time to read the Nils thing today. And when I saw this was an hour long, I thought, no way. So I clicked randomly in the middle to try to find your bit and was gobsmacked by the first poem I heard, Jessica Walsh, which of course led to the next and the next and the next. And oh, there's Nils, but wait, who's coming next? So thank you. What a great gift he has. Thank you. I just thought that was wonderful because the, one of the things is that Nils is a poet and how do you, how does he get his his poetry out? Right. And you are a poet, and you're you came up with this concept of the poetry break. So, for me, I feel like the poetry world is not that big. I, I mean, know. it's not like you have throngs of people coming out to see poets all the time. Yeah. So, you know, there are some poets who who have made it bigger than others, but. Um, I just always want the poets to know that their their words are getting out there. Yeah. So. I know it's true. And, and he invited I would, I would, us over too again. Yeah, so. we're going to see Nils on Wednesday. And, uh, but I mean, yeah. I mean, I would like there to be more people coming to the poetry break. Don't get me wrong. 
Uh, I would like to have more people sending stuff in. I'd like to have more poets, you know. And uh, so, you know, that kind of thing. So that was, that happened. And uh, I think a lot of times about how so much that is done in the world, when things happen and, and they become big, people always think, oh, this is just this thing that came out of nowhere, mm-hmm. where in fact... People have been working on it for years and with no recognition, you know. Yeah. It has to come from a place of passion. So I feel like, uh, you know, even us doing this Bill and Diane I, no, no. show or I mean, whatever. I'm fine if there's four people at the poetry break when it starts. And just, yeah, exactly. You know. But what I always think is that there are so many people out in the world that are following a passion and they're putting out that passion into the world. And it can make it big or it can be small, but it, it affects some people yeah. every time. So there's always a ripple effect. And that is, you know, I, I'm going to bring up one of our favorite shows that we just saw the ending of. Uh, I don't usually talk about television shows because they aren't that notable, but, um, but we really loved the Ted Lasso series. Yeah. Uh, well, I shouldn't say loved if past tense, I should say present tense. And a lot of the reason why I love that series so much is the, the ripple effect from the way that people treated each other and, and how it takes one little core to start, start that ripple effect. So, yeah, that was the other. That was the other big thing that happened this week. The, the season finale was the series Wednesday. finale. Yeah. The series finale yeah. was on Wednesday, and, and we just thought it was such a a great arc of a show. Yep, um, it was well done. Nice people, or but people. But what them. I was going to say is that they were not thinking that this was going to be a big deal. They didn't even think they'd be able to get it on anywhere. And it was only through Apple TV being able to take that show and being able to let them be a little bit more experimental that it happened. But I've seen interviews with the with Jason Sudeikis and um, Bill Lawrence and ah the guy who plays Coach Beard. I don't Brian know. Brian something is it Brian something? Brendan Hunt. Brendan. Brendan. I thought it was Brian. Brendan, Brendan Hunt. Yeah. And they were, they, the interviewer was asking them, did you know that this was going to be a popular series from the very start? Did you know that it was? And they just went, <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> I just love that. Yeah. The, the instant knowledge that they did not have any clue that this would be popular and then I think about people like Larry Edelman who's who put out the Canope Brothers documentary and um, and how much good that's going to do in the world it's already done so much good I've just been writing I'm working on the Ancient Victories publication um, layout uh, today and tomorrow and um, and I'm finishing up my my article about the Canoe Twins 
documentary film that Larry Edelman put out and what a gracious man and I, I did an, a, an interview with him and he just wanted to do this because he thought the Canotes were so such generators of happiness in the world and he wanted to have more people exposed to their um, ex- to the experience of the Canotes and uh, and I when I watch those sorts of ways that the world weaves everything together, you know, a lot of this is going under everybody's radar. Ted Lasso didn't go under everybody's radar. It just... Yeah, it's a pretty popular show. It exploded onto the scene. But it could have gone another direction, right? You know, yeah. it. it's just that, ugh, I don't know, sometimes the world is just aching for stories about and they don't even know that they're aching for it you know it's just you know you get eat whatever they feed you yeah that's right to some degree everybody does so but i just uh i really appreciate all those passionate people out in the world trying to bring something to the world and I'm not as much of a creator as I am a a, uh, a person who is the promoter of the creations, and uh, and that's a valid a valid stance to have too. I'm not I'm not negating what I do, because for me, I'm one of those people saying, "Hey, look over here! Look at this person! My gosh!" And that's why. I, yeah. love my my place in the world because I get to just point out all the the wonderful right and that's kind of what I feel like I get to do as the curator of the poetry break too you know there's a lot of good writing going on that I didn't know about and so it it's 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 my therapy session I think on on the poetry break just because it's I get to share what I'm discovering too both in uh poets that I didn't know about before and in my own writing. So. And now Kevin Castle, who was a poet that you read on the poetry break, she's been coming yeah, oh, pretty regularly too. And it's... John Gorski started off as a poet you read and he comes yeah, all he the was, time. He was, both of them were, I was turned on to them by Theo. And of course Mark other. has been there from the start, Mark right. Kenny. Yeah. And Holly Tuttle has sent poetry in, and Mary Peckin has sent poetry in, and I don't know. I just think it's great. I feel like there's like a list of about 30 people that I should be either writing to or calling. Is this another part of the old person thing, is that you end up with a list of people that you really would love to talk to, that yeah, you seldom sure. get around to talking to? I'm sure it is. What the hell is that about? Well, we've been we've had a rich uh, tapestry of wonderful friendships through a lifetime. It's true. It's true. Man, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable, Diane. And one of the uh, one of those friendships that we treasure is featured in our music for today because we watched him last night. Yeah, we know we played, you know, some Grant a few weeks ago and stuff like that. And you may have heard us play some Jim Page in the past. Maybe, just yeah. a, once or twice. But, uh, you know, Jim's 
recorded a lot of songs, written a lot of songs, so. He is prolific. Well, have we played this one before? I don't know that we've played this one. I've listened one. to this song so many times that I can't remember who I've played it for and who I yeah, am. Yeah, so. I love this song. Yeah. But it has an odd title. Yeah, it's true. He could have titled this better. Because. I don't know what he would title it because it's like, it should have been like, I don't know, Travelogue or something or uh, <laughs> A Night's Journey or, you know, I don't know. But, uh, the yeah. The and Friends. Watching... Watching the Jim Page concert last night with Grant Dermody, I was thinking how many wonderful experiences I've had through 40 years. 40 years! 40 plus years. 40 plus. (laughs) Due to the good auspices of one Mr. Jim Page. I get up early and go to bed late Seems like every day's the same Staring out of the window just like fish eyes on a plate I don't even care if it rains Something on my mind, I guess it must be you You've been on my shoulder for a while Whisper in my ear, say, what are you gonna do? And me, well, I just stutter and smile I think I'll hit the streets, take a walk up Capitol Hill, check out all the latest facial lacerations. And maybe I can get lost, you know, I mean, I got some time to kill. Sort of feels like that kind of situation. Something about a street light lit up so fine, makes you want to lower down a cruise. And all those bravados on the high hip line, wish I had some shine in my shoes. Talking with the year before outside the Neon Cafe. I remember when this place used to be called Ernie Steele's. And the old fresh air, well, that was just down yonder way. Man, those are the days for real. Now, right about now, my head implodes and my brain begins to fall. And I get this funny kind of vision in my eyes. Good old Seattle when nobody even knew where it was. And there was no such a thing as a high rise. City wide open kind of scene. Wild West with no two minute warning. You had to know just how fast to walk to make all the street lights green. They give you a ticket at 3.30 in the morning. Now I'm walking down a side street and I'm turning in a doorway. It's crowded, dark, and lit up like a jungle. 
There's some wild eyes looking at me, scoping out my state of mind. How far you want to go, they seem to mumble. Now there's just some taps of the same old, you know, they ain't no microbrew. There's enough smoke to choke a chimney. And there's a rock and roll band playing, but there ain't no room to move. Yeah, but everybody's moving anyway, believe me. Now somebody might get hot and somebody else might have to cool him down. Somebody might pass out on the floor. By the time it's all over, you know, it'd be too much to remember. Yeah, but everybody would have got what they came for. Now I'm shaking my head, coming to my senses. The herbivores off looking for a vegetable bone. Ain't no place to be with these present tenses. Man, I guess I should have known. sidewalks and I'm hooking up my collar guess I might as well go on back home ain't got nothing on me but a Susan B. Anthony dollar yeah, and you can't even use those things in the phone so I'm making like to take my crosstown drive and there you are on the hood of my car I say alright man I'm glad to be alive let's go play guitar <laughs> 